Jared Schofield, he was here in Adelaide for quite a while. Wonderful player for Port Adelaide, assistant coach. He, he's played over 200 AFL games. I think I read two, three coaching uh, premierships, Subiaco, three times premiership player. Jared, welcome. It's not a bad uh, CV. How are you? Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, not too bad when you've got a good squad. <laughs> yeah, Subiaco, you played three there too, did you as a player? Yeah, yeah, after um, after my career ended at AFL, um, yeah, went back to the grassroots where I came through as a junior and uh, was fortunate enough to be part of a pretty successful side there for three years. Talking about the West Coast, it's going to be, a, you know, you think a fairly slow rebuild. You've a big turnover of players. Um, a lot of your senior players are gone. You look at Bunga Hearn, Luke Shuey, just to name a couple, Nick Natanui uh, in recent years. Um, where, do, where do you start from, Jared? It, it's not easy. I know the Crows four years ago started from scratch. They got rid of all their the senior players and uh, and started with the kids. But how, how do you start the rebuild? Oh well, obviously turning over your list. I think we we talked about it this morning. We've um, I think eighteen players in the last couple of years uh, have turned been turned over on our list. Um, we've got uh, I think twenty under twenty two. Um, so it's a big big uh, sort of I suppose age demographic discretion in terms of our old and our young but that's the position we're in um we've got to make sure that we live in the present and understand that we are in that sort of rebuild uh, space and um we've got to be patient um but and obviously keep entering to the draft and keep performing and i think um what we've done this pre-season has given us some evidence that we're on the right path um but a, a rebuild you know um, really started you know sort of halfway last year and um, been able to expose our younger players yeah. to AFL, getting games into them and obviously getting some pre-season work into them. So, Jared, you mentioned that the youth there. 25 guys on the list have not played 50 games, which is yeah. unlike any other team in the competition. So, on that, internally, you obviously know where you're at in terms of that rebuild. What is the goal then for this season as a footy club? Well, definitely want to be competitive. Um, last year, we had some uh, obviously some big losses, which does dent your confidence and, you know, um, obviously makes you uh, have a very, very close look at what you're doing, and uh, we've really sort of dug deep as to where we need to go with the with the um, program, um, what we, the changes we've made, the players we've brought in. Um, but we've got to make sure that uh, that we live in the present. Um, so it's yeah, it's, it's it's an interesting and unique situation we're in because we don't probably at the moment have the middle core part of our list. We've got some really young players, as, as you just mentioned, but also we've got some really experienced players. We've still got six All-Australians on our list, yeah. and we've got to make sure that we uh, tap into those guys for their experience and how they can teach our young players and try and fast-track them as much as we can. Yeah, with the last two or three years, West Coast injury list has been horrible. I know you can, get, you can be unlucky, collision injuries, also soft tissue. When you say you looked at the performance, uh, have you had to rejig much? Because you had an amazing list of injuries, and, and we're talking about some players missing in you know, eight, ten weeks. Yeah, look, it's one of them things. Um, when the footy gods are against you, they can be against you. And, and look, we, you know, we, 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 we're, we're looking forward. We don't want to be sort of living in the past. But I suppose the reality was is that we didn't have a healthy list through COVID, through some unlucky injuries, um, and they were two senior players. So when you're trying to um, get in that rebuild with your experienced players and they're not on the park um, through some unluckiness and also through just through wear and tear of their career. Um, it is challenging, um, but we've had a really good pre-season um, with those players and we've had some of our most experienced players literally do nearly every minute of pre-season, which is fantastic, which holds them in good stead, um, as you know, when you do pre-season for, for the season that's coming. Um, so, yeah, look, it's 
we try not to reflect on the past. It is what it is. Um, but we're um, we're very positive and bullish about um, the program we've put in place this um, this preseason to set them up for this year. So I just want to ask you about a couple of those senior players that I think the the whole footy world is very interested and intrigued about because we're on the when they're on the park, you're a much better team. First and foremost, Elliot Yo. How is he progressing? How's his preseason been? Again, everyone knows he could be one of the best players in the competition if he can just stay fit and healthy. Yeah, when, when obviously the way he's trained pre-season, you know, he's, he's one of those players I was alluding to where he's done a large volume of the of the training. Um, he did some work in the off-season. He really invested himself through the uh, guidance of um, our uh, medical team. Um, him and um, Jeremy Governor went over overseas and uh, sourced out some uh, extensive training um, uh, habits, or not habits, but I suppose programs to implement back into our system. And um, he's bearing the fruits of it now, um, is Joey. And we, yeah, I said uh, on an interview just a couple of uh, days ago that we've got him to the start line and that's him being prepared in the best shape possible to uh, have a good year and, and um, not looking at playing half a season. We're obviously looking at Elliot to play uh, 20 games, if not more, you know. So uh, we're, we're, we're bullish about what he's done in the, in the pre-season, obviously, and the off-season. And, um, yeah, he's, he's had a very good um, showing in that space. And, uh, yeah, look, I suppose when you're watching him in match play um, and even on the weekend, what he brings to our team in and around the ball, around stoppage and contest, we've definitely missed that. And um, he's going to um, be very much, uh, obviously, an, an added addition to our midfield that's going to help the young fellas um, obviously uh, jump on board with him. And so the other one I was going to ask about, you mentioned him in there, is Jeremy McGovern. Are we expected to see him fit, firing, ready to go for season 2024? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, he was a little bit sore last week, so we um, didn't want to take any risks. Uh, but all things going well, he gets through training tomorrow um, in our main session. He'll be right to um, play against uh, Adelaide. And, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's ready to go. He's another one that's done 100 minutes. So he's, um, he's done every minute of our match play this preseason. Wow. He hadn't done that over the last couple of years. So once again, we've got him to the start line. He's had a fantastic preseason. He's in good shape. So we're uh, looking forward to him playing, having a big part on our season. Jared Scofield, our guest. Jared Adam Simpson. I must admit, I was surprised that he wanted to, you know, go with the rebuild. It's going to take a while for West Coast to, like any side coming from the bottom. Has he got the fire back in the, the belly? I mean, he had so many injuries last week. We watched him on the bench. He looked just so exasperated and out of ideas as you would be with only half your side. But how's Adam been over the preseason? Oh, look, um, I don't think Simo's um, uh, lost his uh, fire in the belly one little bit since the time I've been here. Yes, it's been challenging, and um, I take my hat off him because obviously he leads the club, um, you know, obviously the face of the club, and um, he's had to sort of shoulder a lot. But look, he's um, he's been fantastic in how he's been able to galvanise the group and stay really positive, and he's set out a clear picture as to what we're chasing um, in the in the preseason, but also this season, and um, yeah, he definitely hadn't lost the fire in the belly. If anything, it made it uh, burn even more because um, obviously he's very proud and he's had success with his football club, and he wants to make sure that we uh, get back to where we belong. That's the, my finals football. Yeah, the media can be brutal. You you've played in Adelaide, two two team town with Adelaide and Port Adelaide, and same over there, West Coast and Freo. When things are going bad, they can turn on you quickly. Oh, supporters are passionate. Um, they want they want to see their team doing well. Um, but yeah, there's been um, obviously trying circumstances. But the one thing that um, with Simo and the support of all the coaches that we know the direction we're going. We stay resilient within the four walls. We're very connected as as a football club. Um, we've great support from uh, our CEO and our board. So we're we're a very connected um, football club. 
Um, and that's been able to get us through these tough times. And we're um, looking at that. There's always been light at the end of the tunnel for us. And um, on the back of our pre-season, um, we feel like we've set our guys up in the right way. What comes who it win the wins and losses? Board. Um, only time will tell, but for us, it's about the development and growth of the playing group to um, give us some sustainability moving forward um, to the future, which is what our fans and supporters and our members want to see. Now, Jared, we've added, waited eight minutes to ask about him. How many times a day do you get asked about Harley Reid? Oh, uh, you're the hundred today. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, not too often. Obviously, um, there's a lot of hype around. Um, Harley, you know, he's been number one draft pick. I think, um, you know, like anyone, number one draft pick, uh, there's a lot of hype. But uh, I've been super impressed with Harley, um, with how he's handled it, how humbled he is, um, and how he just loves being around the players and the, and the playing group and the coaches and being in WA. He, he just loves being at the footy club and just loves to play football. So um, it was great for him last, last week to be able to um, get out and play against Frio. Um, obviously, maybe put a little bit of pressure on himself because he always wants these has high expectations on himself but we're allowing him just to express himself and just be Harley but um, yeah look there's a lot of chatter around him um, hence why we're commenting on him now <laughs> without, yeah. without a doubt there, there's plenty of chat on him I think one of the points that fans want to see and love to see I'll look at North Melbourne as an example with Wardlaw and Sheasel last year and it's almost the number one reason North Melbourne fans went to games Harley Reid but I, I wanted to as much ask about Ruben Jinby Campbell Chess are these sort of guys are they Hewitt, are they ready to go? And will they? How much midfield time do you think they'll get, or will it be a bit of a split between them all? Yeah, well, both those boys uh, will play in the midfield. Um, they've been playing a bit of inside and outside, um, so inside on ball and sort of setting some time on the wing because um, they're just powerful athletes. You know, yep. They're um, these are young men that come through uh, the uh, junior programs and uh, um, state programs. They're just so well prepared coming to AFL and. So their running profile is to be able to play inside and outside. So they've got speed and power. Um, and um, Campbell Chetza, look, he um, didn't play a lot of footy in the COVID time when COVID hit Melbourne. Um, then he had an ankle injury. He's been able to get a full pre-season in. Uh, he played some footy last year and he's better for that. And, um, yeah, look, he, he'll definitely be uh, thereabouts for, for our side, um, as we saw last week. But, unfortunately, Ruben Jimmy won't play this week. Um, he got, obviously, uh, a bit of a hit to the head. So, he's in, uh, he's in the concussion protocols for this week. But he'll be right for round one. Um, but, yeah, like, for them, Ruben Jimmy's probably a guy that you would look at and go, well, he's been five years in a program and he's only <laughs> second year in. Uh, so, those guys are really learning and they're coming on nicely for us. Um, but what they bring is the uh, the real sort of speed and power and their aggressiveness around the ball, which is what we're looking for. Jared, as a commentator, observer of footy, you love watching good players. Oscar Allen, in a trying year, was brilliant last year. Had to compete against two or three of the best defenders all the time. Eagles didn't kick a lot of goals, but um, he's been rewarded with, as a, a dual captain. But hopefully he can stay fit because he had a great year last year. Yeah, definitely, and um, yeah, hence why he uh, was picked as a dual captain. Yeah, he, uh, he he's mixed with uh, Liam Duggan. Um, they work really well together. Um, he has high standards. Um, does Oscar in terms of how he trains, and he's, he's a really competitive beast in terms of how he goes about his training. But he carries that into um, obviously the games. But he demands of his teammates in such a way that they want to jump on his back and support him. So, yeah, look, we're hoping that Oscar can stay fit and healthy. Um, last year, it was a real worry for us. You know, probably if we uh, had a healthier list, we probably would have um, uh, put him in for surgery uh, probably halfway through the year uh, because he was carrying um, an injury that you probably normally would if you were healthier. 
So, look, that resilience that he's been able to obviously uh, build on, um, we'll hold him in good stead for this year. Last one before we let you go, Jared. Matt Flynn, the news there is disappointing with his injury. Does it mean that come round one, it looks like Bailey Williams will be the number one ruck for you guys? Yeah, well, yeah. Look, obviously, it's unfortunate about Flynn. Like he's been sensational since he walked into the club. Uh, not just the character of the, of the man, but also what he's brought in terms of um, his intel and um, footy IQ. And he's been able to sort of really grow his leadership amongst the midfield group. So we've been super impressed to have him. It's unfortunate for him, which is one of those freak injuries. Um, but look, we'll, we'll look forward to when he comes back. But at the same time, there's opportunity for others. And I know you mentioned Bailey Williams, but yeah, last week we saw, saw Cohen Livingston um, go up against Darcy and um, uh, Jackson. And I thought he held his own. Yeah, look, there were some uh, areas of his game that he got beaten, but he just wanted to compete. And that's what we ask of our young Ruckman. you got himself, you got Jamison. So we've got a few options there besides Bailey Williams. So we've got to look to um, how we manage that moving forward. Um, but once again, it's unfortunate for Flinney. Uh, we're all right behind him, but at the same time, it gives opportunity um, in the space that we're in now to develop our young Rucks. Jared, thanks for your time. Uh, hopefully you have a great year. Nice to speak with you once again. Uh, thanks for having me, gentlemen. Cheers.